Hey Rip City, this is Anthony Simons, and it's time to open the briefcase with Casey Hodo. Greetings, Blizzard fans, and welcome to the briefcase, episode 52, another offseason edition, though the offseason is not going to be much longer, of the briefcase. I am your host, Casey Holdall, and with training camp quickly approaching, the annual tradition of players filtering back into town for informal workouts at the practice facility in Tualatin is already well underway. It's going to be a season change for the Trailblazers, so while it's still the offseason, there are plenty of preparations, both on and off the court, still yet to be made and are being made as we speak. Chemistry has to be developed, players have to be signed, tryouts have to be held, tickets have to be sold, so there's no lack of activity at the Motor Center or at the PF more than a month before the start of the 2023-24 regular season. We'll check in on some of those preparations for the upcoming season, or really, seasons going forward, and hear from Shaden Sharp on this edition of The Briefcase. If you're listening to this podcast, and thank you by the way, you're probably already a fairly big Trailblazer fan, so I probably don't have to tell you that there's not a whole lot of Trailblazers news out there just yet. There's plenty of Trailblazers rumors. We're not going to talk about those too much because they're, for the most part, hokum anyways, and that's not what we do here on The Briefcase. But for the most part, as we get closer and closer to the season, things will start to pick up. But with a few more weeks until training camp, news pretty light out of Rip City. But there are a few things of note, so let's go ahead and get to those real quick. The team held open tryouts for the Rip City Remix last weekend at the practice facility in Tualatin and are holding another this weekend in Seattle if you'd like to attempt to get an invitation to training camp. The Portland workout filled up, was completely sold out. The Seattle workout still has a few slots available, so if you're someone who just wants to get in front of some NBA talent people and see what you can do, you have that option as well. If you're someone who feels like you got another shot at making the NBA, getting into the G League would be a good chance to do that. We have that as well. It's not unheard of for people to come from open tryouts moving on to getting on the G League roster. It's not exactly common, but it's not unheard of either. So if you feel like you have a chance, go over to trailblazers.com, check out the Rip City Remix workout information, get yourself up to Seattle this weekend, and maybe give it a go. Sean Hyken of the Rose Garden Report had some great stuff from the workout in Portland. Go ahead and check that out as well if you haven't. In other Rip City Remix news, the team acquired the first round pick in the 2024 NBA G League draft from the Salt Lake City Stars in exchange for returning the player rights to Michael DeVoe. As you might remember, Michael DeVoe played for the Trailblazers Summer League team, was quite good, arguably one of the best players, maybe even the best player, at least from a stats perspective, on the team throughout their run in Las Vegas. So the Salt Lake City Stars decided to go out and get Michael DeVoe back, who I believe they did not protect when they had the expansion draft for the Rip City Remix. So long story short, if you're hoping to see more of Michael DeVoe, you'll have to watch some Utah G League games because that's where he's at now. Trailblazers in exchange for sending his rights back to Salt Lake, getting a first round pick in the 2024 G League draft. But wait, there's more. The Remix have also acquired the returning player rights to Drake Jeffries from the Oskialo Magic. All right. In exchange for returning player rights to Amir Sims. So to recap, while a number of roster spots on the remix have been claimed, you can expect to see a number of players from Portland Summer League roster suiting up for the remix this season. They are still putting the team together and will continue to do that until their training camp, which I believe starts in November. Next up, the Rip City Rally is making its way through Oregon and Southwest Washington with stops in Lapine, Lakeview, Klamath Falls, Medford, and Cottage Grove. Actually, I guess those are all just Oregon. Sorry about that, Southwest Washington. If you're in any of those locations, go ahead and check them out. My good friend and coworker Brooke Olsendam, my co-host of the Blazers Balcony is out there, along with other various broadcasters, social media folks, 
people from Moda as well. So if you're in any of those communities and want to talk Trailblazers, check them out. It is now a tradition of the Portland Trailblazers to go out in the Rip City Rally. I've heard there's been a few issues here and there. Asked Travis Demers how his travel went between Lapine and Lakeview. Other than that, she'll be back home on Friday, week off, and then we're all heading back down to Santa Barbara to cover training camp. Moving on to other small pieces of news. Actually, this is not so small. Fans Fest, presented by Daimler Truck North America, is scheduled for Sunday, October 8th. Doors open at 1 p.m., program starts at 2 p.m., and finishes up with an intra-squad scrimmage, as always, which will be the first chance for most in Portland to see this new team live and in person. Obviously, you got interest in Scoot Henderson, who only played three quarters at Summer League. So whatever you're going to see at FanFest, it's probably going to be the most you've ever seen him play live and in person. Shaden Sharp in his second season. Anthony Simons moving into more of a leadership role. Jeremy's back. Matisse is back. Nurk is back. See what some of the young guys have been doing as well. Should be a good time. FanFest always is. Once again, that's on October 8th, a Sunday. Doors at 1 program at two, scrimmage after that. You can get tickets for free at trailblazers.com slash fanfest. As always, first come, first serve at FanFest. You get your ticket. You get there as early as you want to get there to try to secure the closest seat you can to the court, assuming that's where you'd want to sit. Always a good time. Bring the kids, bring the family, free event. Again, a chance to see this team in a lot of ways for the first time. Should be interesting. See you there, October 8th, right after we get back from training camp. And finally, in non-news, for the sake of posterity, there's nothing new to report on the Damian Lillard trade front. There's been some posturing and some truly odd attempts at negotiating through the media, but as far as anything of actual substance, nothing there really that I can tell. Nothing has really changed throughout this entire process. It seems like the rumors, if you could even call them that, kind of come in waves. Who's to say why that is? I bet you can probably come to a few conclusions about that, but long story short, really nothing to report on that. If there was anything that I thought was substantive or interesting or felt like it even had the whiff of validity to it, I would pass it along, but that is not the case. If that changes, we'll discuss it here on The Briefcase, but until that day comes, and it has not come yet, we'll continue to devote the proper amount of coverage to those rumors, which is about the 30 seconds that I've spent talking about it here. That seems like about the proper amount. Hopefully something gets figured out. Hopefully it's something that can make everybody happy, but other than that, I don't think there's really a whole lot more to say about it. In fact, I know there's not a whole lot more to say about it. So there you go. There's your non-update. And now onto something that hopefully will be a little more interesting. Had a chance to sit down with Shaden Sharp after a workout at the practice facility a few days ago. Shaden's been back in town for a while, working out with a few of the guys that have been in town, really getting prepared for the season, really enthusiastic about the opportunities that he's going to be afforded this season. Had a chance to talk to Shaden about his off-season routine, what he's been working on and why from a skills perspective, his thoughts on the upcoming season and how it might be different from last season, playing alongside Ant and Scoot and building the chemistry with both those players, both on and off the court, whether he feels like he's ready to be a starter, which is something that he mentioned at exit interviews last season, his involvement in the Nike GT squad. They just released another one of those commercials or at least another little segment with Shaden today. Like seeing Shaden get that shine as a second-year player from the local shoe consortium just down the road in Beaverton. And we talk about his fellow Canadians at the FIBA World Cup and the prospects of joining his fellow countrymen at the 2024 Olympics in Paris. Always enjoy talking to Shaden. Really glad to be back in the gym. Even hearing just the squeaks and whatnot on the recordings like brought a smile to my face when I was editing this interview. Hopefully there's some interesting things in there for you. Give it a listen. Take it away, Shaden. Well, Shane, thanks so much for taking uh, some time here. Uh, first off, how has your offseason gone so far? Yeah, offseason has been really good. Um, you know, glad to get in the gym and, um, you know, working on the things that I need to work on. 
you know, really just trying to, you know, get back to it and um, you know, work on my shot and my, my pace and, you know, my handle. Um, but offseason has been really, you know, good and relaxing and, you know, pretty solid. You, you talk about those skills, so you, you talk about pace. Like, what, what do you feel like are, are some of the advantages, or why, why do you want to work on your pace? Um, so I have more options, you know, put more pressure on the defense and uh, make plays for my teammates, um, and you know, just help my team win. So, so in, in the runs you've been having, have you noticed the things you've worked on this summer? Are, are you seeing them get applied in the kind of the runs you guys are playing? Are, uh, are you seeing yourself improve, I guess, is really the question I'm asking. Yeah, um, throughout these games, these little scrimmages we have, I see myself improving. Um, you know, just trying the things that I, I worked out um, in the summer um, and just trying um, and see, you know, what type of options I have and if they can help. And, um, it's, yeah, it's been solid. From more of a personal perspective, how has this offseason been for you, particularly compared to last offseason? Obviously, you're a rookie last year. You're joining a new team. Compared to last offseason? Compared to last offseason, yeah. Last offseason, I was um, getting ready for the draft. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, just have more time on your hands to, um, you know, work out and, um, you know, just work on the things that you really need to work on compared to, you know, getting ready for the draft and, um stuff like that just you know having more time just managing my time so i mean really it feel the same but i try and keep my friend group and my you know my group just really small so um it don't really feel different um but just you know being out in public you get more attention and you know more you know pictures and, and questions but i mean overall it's it's really normal it's been the same so uh switching more to basketball here have you thought at all about this season and kind of what you, you hope for yourself this season and for the team? Have you let yourself kind of consider, like, what this year is going to be like for you, what it's going to be like for the Trailblazers, and how you can have an effect on it? I mean, I think I can really help the team um, a little more than I did last year just because I have more, you know, experience being um, a year into the league. So um, I think, you know, I can really help this team uh, win more games and um, just be, you know, more of a leader than I was last year and help, you know, the new guys, Scoot, Ryan, and, um, you know, Chris, just help them because um, I've, I've already been a year in the league. So um, I think I can help in, in those ways. It seems like the team's going through some changes. Like, have, have you thought about what those changes might mean for you this season? Um, I've thought a little bit about it. Um, just being more of, you know, that guy that can, you know, help others and get more people involved and, um, just put pressure on, on, you know, the defense and be a, a more vocal guy on, on defense. So, uh, yeah. I think two guys people obviously look at and say, like, kind of how is Shaden going to work with those guys are, are Ant and Scoot. And so could you talk a little bit about kind of your relationship with Ant, both on and off the court, and kind of, like, how, how that is, has grown and progressed in the last year? Me and Ant, oh, yeah, um, our relationship is, you know, that's like my brother, my older brother. So, um relationship is, is really good and, and tight between us two. Um, you know, off the court, we joke around and, you know, talk about you know, things other than basketball. And then when it comes to basketball, I feel like the chemistry is, is there already. So um, it's going to be fun to play and watch. I feel like I, I like to try and, you know, sometimes I can be too passive, but, you know, I like to get other people involved and answer great shooters. So if I put that, that pressure on the defense, the kickouts are there and he's a great shooter. So, um no, it's just going to be fun playing. Kind of the same idea with Scoot. I think a lot of people see you and Scoot and, and start to 
start to think about like the future and what that might mean. So in your kind of your initial time with each other, obviously you spent some time at Summer League, you having some opportunities here in the offseason. How how has that gone? How has that relationship grown? Oh, it was really good. Um, I feel like we, we built more chemistry and um, more chemistry than, than we had Summer League. So just playing, coming in the gym, playing five on five on teams, um, guarding each other, playing with each other. I feel like, you know, we're really building that chemistry and um, like I said, with Ant, it's going to be fun, you know, all three of us to play together and, you know, just win games and stuff. So. Positionally, how do you view yourself? Because I, I think last year it was like, let's just see every time we get shaded in the game, let's get him in there. Now, I think obviously you're going to have more of a role this year. Uh, how do you kind of view yourself from, from that perspective and, and playing along those guys? I view myself like, you know, I'm ready to take on you know, a higher role. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm way more comfortable than I was last year, you know, even making mistakes and making the right play um, just because, you know, I've, I've already gone through it, you know, once, you know, last year. So, uh, and I'm ready to take on whatever the team needs me to do for real. So, I remember we talked at the end of last year, you know, we were talking about starting and you said, you know, like I, you wanted to start going into the season. Do you feel like that's a, a realistic option for you? Yeah, I think it's realistic. Um, but for me, it's, it's really always me and the team. So whatever the team needs me to do, whether that's coming off the bench or, you know, starting, um, really just a team for me. I wanted to ask you about the, the Nike stuff you've been doing a little bit. I noticed that you're in one of the promotions now of the, for the uh, the GT squad uh, with Wemby and a few other NBA guys. Uh, how did that come about, and what, what was that experience like for you? Oh, it was a great experience. Um, you know, I really got to see what it's like behind the cameras and behind scene and um, you know how much time it really goes into you know making those type of commercials. Um, but I think, you know, Nike and, you know, what they doing with the GTs, I think um, it's going to be great. So, yeah. Now, I know you're a big Kobe guy, though, and I know that they're coming out with new Kobe's, too. So I imagine you're, you're going to have some, some loyalties that get tested there. Yeah, um, I mean, it's going to be hard just because, you know, I love Kobe's. I love wearing Kobe's, but um, I'm Nike, so you feel me? I got to stay true to, <laughs> you know, the, the just do it Nike. So, yeah. I also want to ask you, a, a big summer for Canada, uh, your home country, obviously qualifying for the FIBA World Cup and then doing well at it. What were your thoughts kind of watching the, the Canadian team? Watching them? Oh, man. Um, yeah, they, they, they was doing really good. I watched some of their games, you know, against, you know, Team USA, and um, they really held it down. And, uh, you know, Dylan Brooks, he, he broke a record for... I, uh, or, he, or, he set some record. I'm yeah, not he sure set exactly a record, what it was, So, you know, but... they doing their thing on there. Um, and it was it was fun to watch. Have you thought about maybe playing with Canada at some point in time? Because I, I would imagine there would be a lot of interest from their side to, to get you on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did um, have some thought into it. Um, isn't next year the Olympics? I think, uh, yeah, I believe uh, 2024 is Paris Olympics, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it should be, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, you're, you're, have you been invited or kind of what's oh, that really? I haven't, I haven't been invited yet, but if I'm invited, you know, you can't miss out on that opportunity. So, um, you know, to be determined, we'll see. I imagine that this is your first off season, maybe a little bit hard to play internationally, but I imagine, yeah, by next year, you might be ready to go. And I'm, again, I can only imagine they'd want you on the team. Yeah. I mean, no, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Fun to watch and see. I guess what are you looking forward to? The, this season as I mentioned it seems like you're going to have more opportunity it seems like the, the team is maybe changing a bit as well uh, particularly for someone who's young and, and kind of making their way in the NBA I imagine that that's that's pretty exciting or at least a, an opportunity you're interested in, in exploring uh, yeah I just can't wait to really play you know 
get into the regular season playing in front of fans and, you know, just being in that atmosphere. Um, you know, I just can't wait to start playing. So there you go. Shane Sharp entering his second season, discussing his offseason, what he's looking forward to this year, playing with Ant, playing with Scoot, Canadians, his deal with Nike. A lot of great stuff on the horizon for Shaden. Obviously someone who this team has incredibly high hopes for and is going to be an incredibly important part of this team going forward. So I figured it was smart to kind of get in front of Shaden and see what he's been up to and uh, hear from him before the start of training camp and media days. So again, a lot of high hopes for Shaden, both in the organization and in the fan base, I believe. And, um, you know, this year, particularly with the way that kind of the roster seems like it's shaking out, going to be a lot of opportunities for Shaden to, to have success and to go through some growing pains and heck, maybe just come out there and look fantastic from the start. So Shaden, for me, one of the guys, I, I know that obviously there's always lots of interest in rookies as there should be. So obviously I know tons of people are interested in Scoot Henderson as am I, but for me, Shaden Sharp is the guy who I'm really focused in on at the beginning of the season, seeing how he, one, has grown as a player, skill-wise how he's grown, and then how he plays alongside the likes of Ant and Scoot. And from a leadership perspective as well, something he mentioned in Summer League and something he mentioned in this interview as well, just kind of expanding his personality a little bit to, to be more of a leader in a second season and just kind of try to help shepherd some of these young players through some of the issues that they're likely to endure, the same issues that he endured at times last season during his rookie campaign. And that is going to do it for the 52nd edition of The Briefcase. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll be back later on this week with more interviews. I've got a couple interviews in the can, actually. One with a player, one with someone from the business side. Giving you a good kind of overview of maybe what to expect both on and off the court this season, both in the arena and on the road. Hopefully some things of value for you as we start to gear up for training camp, which starts the first week of October in Santa Barbara. Once again, thank you for joining me. We will talk again soon. I am Casey Holdall. You have been listening to The Briefcase. Go Blazers.